Sometimes we miss our destiny, not because we have challenges, but because we did not connect to the word of God. We did not connect to God. We are so much more connected to people than to God. The reason you have so many problems is because you are not connected. The reason why so many problems are not solved is because we are not connected to God. We want to live by our own wisdom. We want to live by the hearsays. We want to live by uh, our own opinion, our own wisdom. Wisdom is good sometimes, but sometimes it can be misleading. Sometimes it can move you away from God. What are you connected to? Some people are connected to their church. Some are connected to their pastors. But the question is, are you connected to God? Who is the main source? Are you connected to God. For me, service does not matter. How long you have been into Christianity, it doesn't matter. The question is, are you connected? You can be a worshiper and not be connected. Be a pastor and not be connected. Be a good preacher of the word. Be an evangelist, a prophet, but you are not connected. is people 
along the road to Damascus. And on the way, he, he saw a vision, he saw a revelation. And from there, his life changed for the better. Even his name changed from Saul to Paul. Because something was revealed. If you don't walk by revelation, you're going to miss what God wants to do in your life. Revelation comes by connection. How do we connect? By praying, by spending time with God. Hallelujah. Now I want to, I want us to, to, to look at this, uh, I believe it's Mark chapter 9. We won't read all of it, but I'll just take it there and there. Now when we go to Mark chapter 9, we find something, uh, maybe in the corporate world they would say, it's, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, service, we say service, or client service, or customer service. There's a client that was not happy. He was not happy about something. Now, the disciples of Jesus Christ spent time with him. They lived with him. They saw him doing great things. And they started to be excited about that ministry. But somewhere along the way, they got used to what was happening. And they forgot the most important thing. The what? The connection. Now, Mark chapter, chapter 9, verse 17. Mark chapter 9, verse 17. It says, a man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by the spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at his mouth, he gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not emphasis added here. So he says they could not take out this demon. So this man was unhappy. So he went to Jesus Christ to say, you know what, I'm not happy about what is happening here. I have seen your disciples do likewise, like you did. They've been praying for the sick. And they've been, you know, they, they were getting healed. They've been driving out our demons. But when it came at this time, at this point, whatever that they tried, nothing happened. My son is still the same. So this man was so discouraged that the disciples could not handle the case of his son successfully. 
So he thought they could do something because they were with Jesus. So he thought that they could do something that isn't being they were with Jesus.
beautiful phones, better than mine, but they don't have data. Very beautiful, but they don't have data. Some of the Christians don't have data. You look great, you look nice, you look beautiful, but you are not connected. And that's why certain things in your life will never change. That's why certain circumstances in your life will never change. Because you are connected to the wrong source. You see, we we read verse 29. 17 to 18.
were no longer focused on God, they were focused on themselves. It's easy to be caught up as a child of God in your work, to be caught up in your children, in your spouse, in your business, in your finances, in everything else, and forget about God. And this is what was happening when, when Jesus got to them. It says they were arguing about who is the best.
Lucky! How are you, my brother? Are you good? Yeah. Because the brick is what? Can break the windows because it's what? It's loose. He can do anything he wants because this thing is not connected. If you are not connected, you are used by the devil to make others to cry, to help others, to cause confusion, commotion, to cause toes. You are a weapon of the devil when you are not connected. And you will not see it because you say I'm just a brick. I am just a brick. I am just a stone. But to the devil you are a weapon because you are not connected. And when the devil holds you and beats someone and that person is bleeding and they tell you that I'm bleeding and you ask, but why are you bleeding? I guess it's not yourself. You are used by some. So you, you don't realize that you are the cause of the problem because you are not connected. You are loose. So you are used by the devil. In the hands of the devil you are a weapon. You see, he cannot destroy you because you are a child of God. But the problem is you are not connected. You are a brick. He can't destroy you. But he can use you to help those who are connected. And you are busy. And when they cry, say, but why are you crying? What's wrong with you? How would I was wrong? Used because you are not connected. As a one, it is time to connect. It is time to pray. It is time to build on your relationship with God. Jesus is coming back. You, you might never know. Maybe I know the timing. Maybe I'm speaking like this and he's coming back in a second. <laughs> so you might as well listen to me. Or otherwise I've put you in the spot. To say, let's not continue to play church. We don't come to church to feel good about ourselves. We don't come to church uh, to entertain you. We are here to build on you that you become what? A warrior. That you have a a, a fruitful relationship with God. Not to be used by the devil to become a distraction. When you are not connected, you are a heartache to you are a heartache to your partner. You are a heartache to the community, to your husband, to your spouse, to your children, and you don't see it. If we do what we have always done, we will get what we have always got. If you want different uh, results, you have to change your way of doing things. But so when it is time that you put on, you've been driving, you know, there have been 
they will put it on care number one and press it for five minutes. And the cow will be screaming and you will be crying and the trash plate will be smelling. They don't want to change the gear. The cow is... is <laughs>
on the power station. God is the power station.
will say no. God will say repent. God will say change. But we don't want that. We want people who say no, we understand. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We understand. Come as you are. Come, hallelujah. Continue as you are. They want to, they brush you. Those people are leading you to hell. Most of you are afraid to pray because you know what God, God's answer is. You'd rather consult your family, consult your friends, consult your colleagues. What do you think about this thing? No, this is how you're supposed to. Hey, consult with God. The veil has been torn apart. The veil has been broken. Your relationship is not dependent on my relationship with God. It's not dependent on the name of the church. It's not dependent on the power of the prophet. It's not dependent on the power of the bishop. But it is dependent on God. Here are the disciples of Jesus Christ who Jesus. 
It means that sickness is there in the church. That we are not really connected to God. But there is only one way to connect to God is by prayer. But you cannot survive in this world without praying. Even people who are not saved, they know that they have to consult in youngers to survive. I wonder how do you survive as a child of God if you are saved and not praying? How do you survive? How do you go on in this life? You say you are a Christian. Unless you are living two lives, you pray and maybe you also consult. How come you're still alive today but you are not praying? How do you do it? By grace. God wants us to connect with Him. Wants us to connect. Have your time to pray. When we call, we say we are praying as corporate prayer. You know, the power of corporate prayer is when other people are praying, some of the power is released to you without knowing. I've heard people say, no, I pray in my house. Uh, I, I, I speak with God in my house. L let me tell you, th that's a myth. I pray in my house. I have a relationship with God. I see no need to, attend, to, to go to church. At church, they gossip. They do all this. They that's why you're still experiencing the same problems, the same challenges. Because corporate prayer has got its place. That's why the Bible says when two or more, it doesn't say one. It means once you start stepping out of one and getting into the two, it says I am there in their midst. When God is in the midst, it means there is nothing impossible with God. Hey! If, if God is in the midst, it means no weapon formed against you shall prosper. If God is in your midst, it means you'll be walking in signs and wonders. If God is in your midst, it means no trouble, no problem will be too big for God. And that's why the world does not want the church to the devil knows the secret, he knows the power. At the restaurant, you can have 50 people with no mask. But at church, you can have 50 with masks. I don't know if you see. <laughs> I don't know if you see what I'm saying. You can go to a club, to a party, and it's full, and people with no mask, they hug each other, they do all those things. But in the church, 50, with what? Masks. Who is at danger here? Who, who is at risk? Maybe you don't see the strategies of the devil. He knows the power of the gathering. There is power when, when there is a gathering. The Bible says, Holy Spirit. 
There'll be no need for us to lay hands. I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. If we do that, there'll be no need for us to pray for the sick. Because when they get there on the door, they will be healed. You see, power cannot be vested on one man. It was distributed on the apartment. I wonder how a demon gets in the church. And it is quiet. And it has to be delivered on the stage. Is the power limited to the stage? My Bible says God is omnipresent. It means the demon cannot enter the gate. Because the saints are here and they are praying and they are one mind and they are in one spirit. It means when you come here, you become delivered. You become healed because the power of God has descended. The Bible says, when two are one, one God, I am in the house. 